You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. It's ESPN New York tonight. Special Black Friday edition of the show. Hardesting Damon till midnight. 1-800-919-3776. You know the social media addresses for us. At Gordon Damer, at Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Gordon, this is what we do Monday through Thursday. We run down what we're going to talk about. So let's run down what we're going to talk about. Let's do it. Gordon Damer, you mentioned it. It was a game heard right here on 98.7 ESPN. Bob was choosing Marty Lyons on the play-by-play. Dan Grasser, Greg Buttle on the pre-halftime and post. It was a game. The Knicks, the Jets, I'm, I'm looking at the Knicks game. Forgive me. The Jets. I don't blame you. <laughs> we're reeling. You're waiting for the defense to make a play. And Gordon, they did. Yeah. Shotgun set for Tua Tungabaloa. He trots Jalen Waddle in motion across the ball. Jeff Wilson to his left in the shotgun. Takes the snap, drops the throw, looks right, throws to the near side, and it's intercepted! Picked off down the sideline, Brandon Eccles! House call! He's into the end zone! Ah, it's a jet touchdown! He does such a great job. Sensational oh. call. Oh, he, he had, uh, you know what, I have a way of measuring excitement. He had more excitement in that one call than Al Michaels had the whole game today. Well, first of all, Al Michaels didn't know who the team was going against. He called them the Falcons for the first two plays. Oh, boy. Of the game. Well, um, he also had the play where Tyreek Hill caught the touchdown and yes. passed it to, he gave the ball to his wife. Yes. My wife knows that that's Tyreek Hill's wife. Al Michaels was unsure of that. I said, how can my wife have more? Al, you got to do a little research. <laughs> the line was, I hope that's his wife. I hope yeah. that's his wife. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. Al Michaels was starting some trouble on a, on a mm. Black Friday event. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, Gordon? As excited as Jeff fans were about that, mm. then they missed the extra point. So you're like, uh-oh. What, that, what's going on here? It, it, it's so Jet, right? I mean, you get a touchdown out of the blue, 10-6 game. You're getting near halftime. Hey, we got our spark. We've been waiting for the defense. How have the Jets won games this year? Multiple defense. turnovers, points off turnovers. Didn't last long, though, no. Did not last long, even though they got another interception, and actually that interception cost them. <laughs> they should have Drop it. Should have dropped it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they wouldn't have got that. Well, you know how the story rolls out. So after the game, Robert Sala once again stepping to the podium. Questions about the offense. What did you see from Tim Boyle? What's going on? Are you losing the team? And uh, he was asked, are you considering a change in offensive play calling? He said no, and they asked him, why not? That'd be a really long answer, an answer for another day, I guess. But, you know, when you look at it all, and again, it's a little bit of everything, whether the calls could be better, whether the execution can be better, whether our one-on-one battles can be better, it's taking advantage of the situations we have. When we get them, do I think play caller will fix that? I don't know. I don't have an answer for you on that. Well, it might, it might help some of it, Gordon, but, I mean, let's face it, it's a lot broken. It's not a one-thing everything on Everything on offense is broken. Everything on offense is broken. The quarterbacks stink. The offensive line is terrible. The running back is good. They've give, they give him the ball seven times, Larry. Yeah, I know. He had seven rushes in the game. Yeah. The receivers, Garrett Wilson's good, but he drops the ball all over the top. But he's he's like the one good guy they have as a receiver. They don't have any great tight ends to speak of. The whole offense stinks. It stinks. I can't believe that it could ever get worse. Every week it feels like I sit on the couch and go, boy, it can't get any worse than this. But then, against all odds, the Jets find a way to make it worse. It's bad. It's terrible. 
It's just, just, it's just bad. And and there's really, I, you know, yes, I get. And can we can we stop this play where you where the quarterback fakes to will turn this back to the defense and comes around? Everybody knows what's coming with that. You don't st- you don't slow any defensive lineman down at all. They just keep coming. You're gonna get the quarterback killed. You're gonna get him killed. That one throw that out of the playbook. Throw it out. Doesn't work. Does not work. Gordon, uh, another interesting situation. Oh, unfortunately, the, Larry, yeah. if they start if they start throwing out plays that don't work, they're gonna have a piece of loose leaf paper left. <laughs> well, maybe they'll maybe they'll force them to look at some other ones where they yeah, say, well, maybe. you know, maybe, maybe. Let's, let's, let's dust off this one. We found this one down the hall in a box. I mean, you know. Yeah, let's throw this hurt. one. Nothing let's else try. is working. Can't, can't hurt, right? What do Nothing we got to lose? Nothing else is working. Nothing else is working. Gordon, I find this comical for me as it talks about the demise of a season for the New England Patriots. You know, they played the Giants on Sunday. Yeah. Tommy Looking DeVito. forward to that one. Well, they're going to be a barn burner there. <laughs> Tommy DeVito getting uh, his first look to battle Bill Belichick. But Gordon was still trying to figure out who's the starting quarterback. So the, the media asked Mac Jones. Are you starting Sunday? Hope so. I mean, that's the plan. I think I always work really hard for that, really put a lot of attention and detail into the week, like I talked about. And a lot of that decision-making is things I can't control, but I can control my attitude and my effort, like I talked about, and really thankful overall just to be in the NFL and be playing quarterback. Uh, he's hoping, but Gordon, I get the feeling he's not he's not playing Sunday. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Like, like if, if that's the conversation we're still having. Like, sometimes you do that because maybe you got a secret weapon. Yeah. It's clear the Patriots <laughs> have no secret weapons. Oh, They're man. not answering because they don't know. No, they don't know. They don't know what's going on. Uh, a couple of other NFL notes. The Commanders fired defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio after their blowout loss to the Cowboys. They've lost mm. three in a row. 45 to 10 loss to the Cowboys on Thursday, and they've lost eight of their last now eight of their last ten. So obviously some moves are being made. I, you know they must just wait and fire the head coach at the end of the season. They could have waited. For a couple well, more games. I would figure you fire the head coach now, and you give Eric ben- the enemy a shot to see if you know. It, it, let's give him a five game or six game. I don't know how many games they got left. Look, mm-hmm. give him a little audition, right? Because we're going to yeah. be looking for a new head coach when the season's over. That much is clear. No question about it. No question about it. At the Garden, in the game you can hear on 1050 ESPN. What a day from Don LaGreca, huh? LaGreca He's putting doing, in the work. Oh, LaGreca doing the, the pre-between pre periods and post-game of the Rangers. On the call with Alan Hahn tonight on our sister, 1050 ESPN. Knicks holding on to a three-point lead in the second period in a game that, uh, you know, if they lose, they're out of the tournament, Gordon. Uh-oh. Uh, you don't want that. No. Especially against Miami. No, yeah, you don't want to. I don't want to lose to Miami. I don't care about no. the tournament. But. Exactly, it's about Miami. Exactly. And we end our rundown on a sad note. Former Mets catcher Ron Hodges died at the age of 74. He spent his entire 12-season major league career with the Amazons. He was 74. Died after short illness. Uh, he finished with a 240 batting average, 19 home runs, 147 RBIs during his big year career, big league career that ran from 1973 to 1984. He was a lefty. He was uh, Gordon, an unsung guy, mm-hmm. but but a, a, an important staple of those '73 teams. That '73 team that got to the uh, World, World Series. Series? And, sure. Yeah. So lost he was, you know, yeah, lost to the Ace. But he was, uh, you know, integral part. Just one of the in an era where every guy knew what they were supposed to do on a team. Mm-hmm. He knew his role and he performed it well. Lefty catcher, spelled uh, Jerry Grody, and uh, did a nice job. 
Our condolences those, to his family. Those are the stories that we're going to talk about here on 9870 ESPN. But I think I think we want to talk yeah, about the Jets. Yeah, I think the most of the focus is going to be on. And you know what it is with the Jets? Because, yes. look, it's a bad loss. It's going to be a bad season. I didn't think it was going to fall into the ocean like it's seemingly now going to be at 4-7 mm-hmm. and seven and the playoffs are done and Rodgers, there's no point in him coming back. But it's the embar- – I would think for the fan, it's oh, the embarrassment. Um, you have to be. It's embarrassing. It I, is. I would think you're sick of being the punchline in the NFL, and you were hoping that this group between what, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, they were going to be the ones to kind of get this turned around. And here we are years into it, and it's as embarrassing now as it's ever been. But to know what's worse? Being on that team. Oh, it's got to be. Can you imagine being on that team, having, having family – that that they have to you know the jokes that family mm-hmm. are hearing because yep. you're on that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, and defensively, listen, you give two a credit because he gets rid of the ball what two point one two point two seconds. Very quickly, yep. That's the whole plan so, of the offense. Yep. So you're you're not gonna you're not gonna sack him. You're not gonna you know you can't get to him. So the defense did as well as they could, Gordon. But I mean, you know, every time you turn around, because of the speed of him getting rid of the ball, and you're rushing and you and you're worn out. I mean, what were they averaging? Five, six yards a play on first down? I mean, the Dolphins, it was clear to me in this game that the Dolphins were looking at it as if, you know what? The Jets are not going to be able to score. If we want to stop the Jets from scoring, we don't have to. So that opening series when they got down close, they were going to go for it on fourth down because if Mm -hmm. we don't get it, the Jets ain't going to do anything with the ball. Nope. And we'll kick a field goal here. We'll take a 3 nothing lead because they're not going to score. We're good. it, the first half, punt, 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 interception. Yep. I mean, like you can't get any worse than that. Right. And the interception was understandable. And, and, and only the Jets can get two interceptions on their defense in a span of 60 seconds. And when it's over, they're losing by more points than they were originally. And one, of, and one of them was a score. Right, right. They scored a touchdown on and one. one of them was a touchdown. And, and they end up losing by more than they originally were losing by as a result of two interceptions in less than a minute. It's unbelievable. You have it to is. see it to believe it. And I, I, I want to hear from the Jet fans because I don't, I don't know if it's resignation. I don't know if it's anger. I don't know if it's fury. I don't, I don't know what it is. I want to hear what they have to say. And we'll do that next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Julian, I was looking forward to Bob Wischusen's call. I did not get to hear the radio call of that play. Uh, I would like to actually hear more of it. I'd like to hear his, his reactions. I feel like he had more to give there, but uh, it was a great call. It, it, it sounds like, you know, you know what I heard in the back of, when, this is what I heard in my head. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt like was coming next. <laughs> That's what I felt like was coming next. <laughs> Hardest Day and Neighbor on 9870 ESPN. Gordon, a lot of folks want to talk. So yeah, let's, let's put on it. our white coats. We, we've got to, you know, we got to listen and mm-hmm. try to let the folks vent. Jet yeah. has got a lot to vent about, boy. A lot to vent about. Uh, let's start it out with Andrew in Jersey. Andrew, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, man. You guys, thanks for taking my call, man. Long time, first time. This is great, man, because you guys reminded me of an old joke I heard when I was in my 20s. I asked my neighbor, an old man, I asked him, I said, what kind of bills do you pay? Like when you get your bills, which ones do you pay? You know what he says? He goes, I take all my bills, I throw them on the ce- I throw them to the ceiling. The ones that stick to the ceiling are the ones I'm going to pay. Okay. I think the playbook, the Jets' offensive playbook, 
they're doing the same thing. They're taking all the pages out, throwing them against the ceiling. The ones that stick are the ones they're going to use. So that's all I got. Now, well, I'll say this, Andrew. I'll say this, Andrew. Thanks for the phone call. The ones that stick into the ceiling are the same ones that keep sticking to the ceiling. So they need to take the ones that stick into the ceiling, Gordon, and throw them out because they're not working. Yeah, um, I'm as puzzled by that call as I was by the play calls. I'll put it that way. All right. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Mike's in Jersey. What's up, Mike? Hello, man. How are you? Hey, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm a... I'm a frustrated Jet fan. I just want to vent real quick and, and, you know, just give me one second and then you can answer me. But I don't want to sound like the two-facer, but this Aaron Rodgers deal blew this whole team up. It, it backfired in their face, not only because he got hurt, which nobody to plan on that, but the crap that he brought, that they brought for him, whether they want to say they did it for him or they didn't, we all know they did for him. The offensive coordinator, who was a joke, he wouldn't be the coordinator of my high school team. And then you go out and you bring a receiver in who maybe had one decent year in Green Bay. Give him four years and bring in some other crap, uh, the guarder, tackle, turner, Cobb, the other receiver. I blame this all. If this blew up in her face and, and Joe Douglas has to go. He has to go whether Aaron Rodgers likes it or not. And if he don't like it, he can go too. But Joe Douglas has to go. And I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. All right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Aaron Rodgers is not going anywhere. So we can get that squared away. Um, see, this is an interesting thing, Gordon, because right now the, the Jets are in a position where they're almost like the Giants in the sense of do you when you look at the schedule, what games do you see them winning when because they can't score? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, unless their offense gets significantly better, uh, how's that going to happen? I, I don't know. And and um, one of the selling points of Tim Boyle was that he knew the system. Yeah. God, right. can you imagine if he didn't know the system, how bad things would look? I've seen it. I, I will say this ab- about his call in that, like I thought that. Look, the Jets weren't going to win that many games here down the stretch. Once they lost to the Chargers and the Raiders, okay, the season's kind of sideways, whatever games you get. But I figured they'll win their six or their seven games and everybody will get a pass because of the Rodgers injury. I don't know. I, I don't think you can do that anymore. This is, not, this is not just losing games. This is getting embarrassing. This is embarrassing your fan base. I mean, how fans are supposed to put up with this for, what, six more games or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Yep. And to think that at the age of 40, all you need to do is just bring back Aaron Rodgers and make a tweak here or there, and this will be good to go. What are we talking about? I mean, this, this is, this, the offense is broken. It is yeah. not, and it's not, hey, a little teacup, the, the handle broke off, we'll glue it, and it'll be. This is shattered into a, this is terrible. You got to throw it out. You got to throw it all out. It's it's like a read. It's a complete redo. You got to do the offensive line all over. You got to find some receivers outside of Garrett Wilson who maybe will start catching the ball and holding on to it. The running game is nowhere. You got the tight ends are nothing special. There's nothing on this offense that works, including the offensive coordinator. It's not good. I'll tell you that. It really isn't. It's not good. And, you know, know, I was listening to uh, TMKS, the Michael K show. Right. On Wednesday. Yeah. And Kay said that Rogers might be the worst move the Jets ever made. Yeah. I, I in mean, hindsight. Like, in hindsight, right. We both were in favor of it at the time. It yep. seemed like the best option, but like what 
It's typical Jets. What is the worst case scenario? That's what will end up happening. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. All the worst parts of it have come to uh, the, the handing over the power of the organization. So he brings in his own people and his own offensive court. You got to do it because you want to get him. Mm-hmm. But it is all, however it can go wrong, it will go wrong. And it has. And it ha- and oh, it absolutely has. it has. And it has. Ira's in Staten Island. What's up, Ira? Ira? Uh-oh. I was, uh, he's done. We've lost Ira. That's not good. That's it's not like good. Losing America. Okay, oh, that's say. not good. That's not good. We'll, we'll see if he's. Yeah. Maybe it, he's it, just yelling out of, out of the window somewhere. He'll, yeah, he'll be probably. We'll that's a very good there. chance. He's yelling at. So he's got to be yelling at something. I know he is. Let's go to Spike and say, Pete, what's up, Spike? Well, this is a treat, man. I didn't know you were on, and this is the only time I've ever spoken to you, Larry. And well, Gordon, I've spoken in the mornings. And there's no Nick games that there's Nick game on because for some reason the station, because it got bumped, it's on MA. I'm watching it on MSG. I guess it's on ESPN also. So uh, it's pretty cool. Anyway, I hope you boys have a great time with your family and uh, ate and all that good stuff. And I, I look, I'm not a big football fan, but I tuned in for four or five minutes. Then I, I get in touch with Buddha. And if you read his timeline, now we know that Buddha's not happy with any part of the Jets at all. But I'll tell you, I heard one stat while I guess the game was Al Michaels. Who was on. I was watching it on because um, I'm in Florida on Prime, and uh, they scored ten or eleven touchdowns in ten or eleven games. Is that about right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. That, they ain't gonna win any games in the in the NFL. You're really not. And uh, and the pseudo GM is is Rogers. By the way, I got to tell you this too. I uh, just be real quick because it would be football. I'm watching the Nick game too. I think Jimmy Butler got, just got hurt. That's just what I saw. Yeah, it you see like the play? Ankle. Yeah, it looked like he came down bad on his ankle. I, I I thought he got hit in the hip and he looks bad. But this is this is uh, this game's going to be 98-97. So 98 will win. Anyway, I just wanted to say hello. I'm surprised. I'm going to listen to the program. Hope the Knicks win. We know it's going to go down the last shot or two. They look a little sloppy now, but the Jets. It's it's bad. They they sold out for a 40-year-old guy. Unfortunately, he was injured. And I remember talking to you, Larry, in the preseason game. And I put it on, and it was the second snap, and he went around the end, and everybody held their breath. Remember that mm-hmm. one? That's right. So, Absolutely. So, so, he's yeah, he's frail. Now, I'm real old, and my calves have been bothering me. And I know if I take an MRI, which I'm not, got enough crap going on in my body. My Achilles is real close, so I'm just walking real slow. I don't got to play any games anymore except, uh, you know, watch them. So good to talk to you. The Jets are done. The Giants are done. And maybe the basketball teams will bring us some pleasure. And last comment. Uh, am, am I getting double vision? Because I'm looking at these uniforms, and it looks like a colorblind test. No, you're not getting double vision, Spike. Thanks for the phone call. This is the new uh, – there's always a new uniform every offseason, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And this is the new one with the double New York, New York in orange and New York in white over the um, – you know, on their uniform. So, Well, at least yeah. this one – at least the Nick colors are still the Nick colors. Exactly. Right? Like sometimes you turn into – like the Utah Jazz have every combination of colors you could possibly have. <laughs> Miami's good for that too. Yes, they are. They have Miami's those ones that you, you turn off the TV, you still see the jerseys. <laughs> The TV's glowing in the dark. Oof, what was it rough? <laughs> it is. We'll take more of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
Before we get back to the calls, Gordon, I'll be real quick. Uh, I know that I'm not trying to call for anybody's job, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, Gordon, at this point, with four wins, I mean, uh, you, if this is the way the thing's going to go, you might as well try to get a quarterback. Why would you try yeah. to win any more games? I don't know why. And and listen, the way the offense is, how many how many games are you realistically going to win? You can't score. I, I don't know. If you can't score touchdowns, you can't win. Right. And at this point, we're more than halfway through the season. This is not yeah. like a, it's not like a, a blip or a glitch or no. Oh, it's just one game. It's just we don't do well against this specific kind of defense. We talk. Remember before the season, we were talking about uh, the, the eighty-five Bears. Who, who yeah. who's like the eighty-five Bears? You know who's like the eighty-five Bears? Whoever's playing defense against the Jets, yeah. they look like the eighty-five Bears. They do. They do. They don't. They're, they're not competitive. No, there's nothing. They can Today do was embarrassing. Today was that was not a professional product. They, nope. At ten nothing, even it after the intercept, even after the pick six, you really never felt like the Jets over. were going to do anything. No, because the feeling was if Miami really wanted to score, they would mm-hmm. march right down the field and score if yep. they wanted to. Yep, they would just you know take it what the defense gave them and absolutely you know, no re- no no reason to risk anything, and they nope. risked something and they got picked picked off and run back, and they weren't going to risk anything again, and it turns out they didn't need to. Lloyd's and Forest Hills. What's up, Lloyd? Evening, Larry. Good evening, Gordon. I have to say, uh, as a sports columnist, for uh, I have to thank the Jets. I always worry about holiday week. So, you know, will there be enough uh, material to write about? And the Jets bailed me out. So I'm very great. I have only gratitude for the Jets. So thank you, boys. Um, the uh, I am looking forward to the December 28th Cleveland game. Can you imagine Al Michaels freezing his butt off in Cleveland watching the Jets and the Browns? It's gonna be like, he'll be like Don Rickles. I mean, this is gonna be great. And one other thing I was gonna looking forward to hard knocks next week. If you thought the Jets were embarrassed, we get to live it again on national television. I wonder if all of this is going to contribute to uh, Joseph Douglas and Robert Sala getting the axe on Black Monday. I'm just curious to see, you know, what do you guys think? Assuming things aren't going to change dramatically between now and the end of the season, which I don't think they will, are these guys really on the hot seat, or you think they, they get a pass just because of Rodgers? Well, I'll say this, Lloyd, and thanks for the phone call. I, if they continue to play the way they are and they don't win another game, Gordon – Everybody, Every, come on. Everybody's got to go. Yeah, I, I mean, everybody's got to go. The, the natural inclination would be in a year where you lose the starting quarterback four plays in, we'll bring everybody back and and that type of thing. But it, there's a range, right? Like you have to be within a certain range to be. It, it doesn't mean you just get to throw everything to the wind and and not do anything, and you just get a free pass on it. Yeah. And and again, this is not like year one or year two. Yeah. And see, and see, this is the tricky thing for me, Gordon, because really, the problem is the offense, right? Robert Sala, they farmed that out. That's not him, right? He, he, he's the his defense has been decent. Mm-hmm. His defense is his defense is the only offense that they have. Yeah. So the, 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 the issues that the Jets have right now are much, much more to me on Joe Douglas than they personnel. are on Robert Sala. It's personnel. Yep. It's much more personnel right now. It's much and, more. And and to think. That even when Rodgers got hurt, to say, right, look, we were yelling and screaming like everybody else. How do you not have a backup quarterback? How can you have Zach Wilson be the backup? That's bad. But what makes it worse is even after Rodgers got hurt, they did not seriously pursue someone else. And I can say that because they didn't get anybody else that's serious. And there were people there available. 
Zach Wilson was clear. It was clear he was not the answer. You had years to watch him. He's your guy. You drafted him. You knew he was not the answer. And you did not seriously attack that to save the season. And to me, that one, that's on the GM. There's no question. Mike's in New Hyde Park. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, frustrated Jets fan. You know, right after the Hail Mary, they had the interview with Salah. Then, of course, right after that, he's doing this Colgate 2 Oh, my God. And- Could there be any worse time? I <laughs> know. No. For them to play that, not good. Oh, boy. No. And, and ironically, in that ad, he's like, way to protect, way to protect. And, you know, what would have helped to protect would have been that number 15 draft pick. But our friend Bill Belichick got us one last time on his way out the door in New England. He traded his pick to Pittsburgh for an offensive lineman right in front of us named Broderick Jones. And, you know, I just Googled him before this call, and the first article I saw was Broderick Jones, budding star. So, I mean, that tells you all you need to know. Could have used that instead of Will McDonald, who has done nothing, nothing. Well, he only plays 10 snaps that. a game, unfortunately. It yeah. looks like he has some actual talent. He's an offensive lineman, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's not, Unbelievable. It's not so, we got the number need, 10 right? pick. Number 10 pick this year. Got to go offensive line. That's it. All right, Mike. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and more, <laughs> you know. They got. They need to make some some trades, Gordon, to get some more picks because there's a lot wrong with this team. Yeah, there's a I, lot. They need a lot, especially not, on offense. To to the natural again, the natural inclination. You lose Rodgers. Well, he's going to be back next year. It's obvious that this is if if Aaron forget about MVP. If Aaron Rodgers was enough to take this team, this group. And make them into a playoff. Forget about the the MVP. He should be put in the Hall of Fame immediately. Yeah, you're right. No question. And you had misgivings about the offensive line. You knew that going yeah, in. You knew that. You going knew in. that going in. Knew that going in. You knew and that there so, was no way that was going to hold up all year long. Absolutely. You knew. You knew. And you made the mistake. And you didn't do a thing about it. And it's come back to bite you. And it's going to cost people some jobs. I was a little concerned, Gordon, because Salah took so long to speak to the media. I was wondering. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I was a little concerned. We'll come back and take more of your calls on 98.7 ESPN.